Hi guys and welcome to episode 6 of Daters Gonna Date. I just wanted to give a little disclaimer at the start of this. Um, This episode's a bit different in the sense that the quality is not as good because we're using Zoom. I was to try it out for this one but Roshin has ordered a microphone so we'll be back to top quality on episode 7 I promise you. Um, But hopefully it is good enough that you can still hear and enjoy and I suppose we'll go from there. Well, you're very welcome back to episode six of Dare Is Gonna Date. Is it the third one that we have in isolation? I think so. This is the third one. This is the first one where you've, you have to be at home now as well. Yes, I'm also in uh, the, the old isolation. I, we're doing this currently from the box bedroom of, of my house. <laughs> All the roommates, shut the fuck up. Yeah, and the dogs. Don't forget the dogs. Trying to get them to be quiet. So that's why it's it's up here as opposed to my room. Because if it was downstairs, you would hear scratching at the door, crying, whinging. Um, so we said we'd do a little, uh, I suppose, flashback and talk about... Because obviously we can't go on any dates. We might as well talk about some that we've been on before. And you put it out to Instagram as well. I did indeed. And I got a few stories and I was hounding friends of mine to get some stories funny good bad the whole lot so we don't want it to be all negative it's going to be some good ones thrown in in here as well but a a lot of them were were not great (laughs) (laughs) I suppose you're always going to remember the bad ones and the weird ones well they're obviously going to stick out in your noggin just a little little bit more um, than the the alright ones I guess Maybe we should fess up to some of our own ones first. Yeah, well, do you remember your best one? Yeah, well, I think my best date was uh, with my ex-boyfriend. And so, like, it was kind of funny. Like, we'd go out for dinner and stuff. But we'd walk around town for ages, you know? Like, one of these, like, he would never make up his mind or choose anything. And I would just be like, fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Do we want Thai or Italian? Just decide. (laughs) (laughs) But for my... I think it was my thirtieth. Yeah, I think it was my thirtieth birthday. It was a big birthday, and he wouldn't tell me where we were going. And we were walking up a street in town that we'd often walk up, you know, loads of restaurants. I was like, "Oh, we're finally going to one of these ones we're trying to get him to go into. We haven't been into." And he's like, "No, not this one." And I was like, "Oh, okay." He's like, "No, not this one." And we kept walking. And I was like, "Oh, for fuck's sake, I'm wearing heels. You know what I mean? It's going to go bad." But then he took me to that. I don't know if you, I can't for the life of me think of the name, but I probably shouldn't say it anymore. Not getting paid to advertise. <laughs> um, <laughs> but he took me to the gorgeous little, I don't know if you know, the French one, the French restaurant that's near there, near Dublin Castle, which I had seen loads of times and I always wanted to go into. And we went in and it's like so romantic, like ridiculously, you know, it's all dim lighting and like, you know what I mean? It's all cutesy and French. And then they gave us this tiny little table that you were kind of under a slanted roof. So we had to sit beside each other, but like it was like really intimate and sweet. And then they had the most amazing food. And then I went to the bathroom, came back and he got a cake and candle and all for me. And yeah, and then he paid for it. So <laughs> just to shut off and I didn't have to come up any money whatsoever. That's a great one when you don't have to pay. <laughs> yeah, the ones where you don't have to pay are the best. Uh, no, look, we always would go either 50-50 or I'd pay for one and he'd pay for the next one or, you know, vice versa. But that night, like, he fully treated me and paid for me. And that's probably one of the best, one of my best dates, I think, ever. Because it was just thoughtful. 
Yeah. I, and that's the thing. The, the, the best ones are always thoughtful. It doesn't have to be, like, the fanciest place. Oh, God, no. Like, I mean, he could have done that. Like, it could have been something totally different. Um, and I still would have, I'm sure I would have loved it. But I think it's just because I always wanted to go in there and we could never get a booking or, you know, kind of a... Wasn't a big deal, but the fact that he was thoughtful enough to think about it. I mean, we were we were good like year into going out with each other. This wasn't like on my on our second date, you know. Yeah. <laughs> he um did did this big extravagant kind of opening, but yeah, that was a, that was a pretty good date. What about you? Um. Well. I was thinking the one that kind of sticks out for me the two of them are by the same person but um, I was thinking originally because it's the one that's most memorable for me I suppose but it's actually the second best one the one I was going to go with was was my first date which is what I'm laughing at when you said it wasn't your first date with him um, it was when we lived in Oz when we were in Sydney and you'll probably remember because we were so poor and uh, I left you guys in our rundown <laughs> hostel <laughs> and uh, went into town into Sydney and I know the stay of that hostel but like still great crack um, and I went and met him um, in town and he was saying I we, we knew each other a long time beforehand and um, but it was first date or whatever said we'll go into this place uh, or he wouldn't tell me where it was but I was wearing heels and you know me I don't wear heels so I was like this is going if he makes me walk the length of Sydney I'm going to like throw a shoe at his face um, but the place he picked was the Shangri-La Hotel um, which overlooks there's a bar in the 26th floor that overlooks the Sydney Opera House and the, the bridge in the Sydney Bridge um, at night time he'd picked he'd paid extra for a table by the window so you get to see it and the, the, I remember going back to you guys and telling you about the there's a martini on the menu that costs 10 grand <laughs> I was oh, like yes. uh, by the way for anybody who's never been to Australia this is like this is the fucking hotel pretty much in the whole of Australia, maybe? I don't know. Someone might argue, but this is fancy as fuck. Yeah, and like I wasn't prepared for this. As I said, I was a backpacker. Uh, we were after being drinking boxed wa- boxed wine, and for anyone like Goon, uh, the night before, I was slightly hungover, but we didn't have anything to do that day, so I got to like sleep my hangover before we went. And um, yeah, and we went and got like tremendously drunk there, and just had really good crack. And it was obviously fab, like location wise and stuff. But the best part about that was the funniest part about that was um, we got so drunk that like we were having the crack with the waiter afterwards. It was just really good fun. Um, but I my thing is that I don't really like fancy because I just don't really feel that I fit in there and that kind of stuff so that was kind of a weird occasion that I was like this is so nice but I think the most thoughtful one was a few weeks later that we went out on the on the night before it was like a midweek so maybe like a Tuesday or Wednesday we went to again another nice really nice place like a steakhouse this is back when I ate meat um, and it was really nice it was really expensive again and I kind of was like listen I don't need to be brought to fancy places I actually prefer old man pubs I prefer like I wouldn't care if we went to Eddie Rockets as long as we're having the crack so the next day he took the day off work and we went to the zoo we went to Tronga Zoo in Sydney for the whole day he rang in sick and it was really nice we just went like I was in my clothes from the day before looked like shit didn't care it was scorching ran around seeing, <laughs> meeting koalas and kangaroos and all the other stuff that you'd see in a normal zoo and it was just we had grey cracks eating ice cream and like 
you know food that you just get in a zoo it's gonna be shit it's gonna be chips and stuff and it was so nice it was great crack it was just such a good laugh like and different because like he knew I loved animals so at least this was his way of bringing me to see that kind of stuff so I suppose they would be the two that would jump to my mind yeah as probably the the most fun and with the good ones and with the good ones come <laughs> oh, there's me- plenty more of those than there is the good ones. <laughs> yeah, because I'm trying to remember kind of what ones I might have mentioned on this podcast or not. It's hard to remember. Obviously, you guys all know the one I had a while ago where I. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> that definitely stays in the worst ever. That that's gonna be in the list, but um. One other really bad one I had, I, I can't remember what it is, so sorry if I'm repeating myself, guys, sorry if you've heard the story again. Wouldn't be like me now, to ask yeah. myself, but um, um, I, years ago, years ago, I hadn't really been on a date with anyone, and I met this guy in Bad Bobs, I think it was. Oh, wow, Bad Bobs. I, I know, throwback, man. Um, I think this was like when we were maybe even still in college. Wow. Um, but anyway, uh, so God, yeah, yeah, a long time ago. So I this guy and I, we kissed, we swapped numbers, whatever. And he was from, I think it was Tala. And um, you'll have to excuse me, I just burst there. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Classy bird. Just so, just, so you, just so you know, this is real, real life. This is how it is. Um, so he was living in Tala and he was messaging me and he was like why don't I drive out to you for a walk because I lived where you could see or whatever so I got all dressed up but my mum was like where are you going and I was like for a walk and I was like in sandals and like you know, capri denim because they were the style at the time no. <laughs> kind of uh, but so she was like this is she, I'd say she knew something was wrong anyway he picked me up outside the state we drove and walked down the beach, very romantic, you know, I think I was like 20 or 21, so I was like, oh, this is so romantic, you know. And we sat down in the, on the beach, and we were chatting away, um, and I was like, well, where are you living at the moment? Because he said, he wasn't living at home, so he must have been maybe maybe two or three years old, and maybe he was already renting or whatever. And um, and I was like, who do you live with? And he was like, oh, I have a friend, and like, uh, like somebody else. And it was, I was like, huh? He was like, oh. I mean, I kind of still, sort of, maybe still have a girlfriend that I'm living with. <laughs> oh my God. And I was just like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Because I'd already kissed him in the Michael. Now we've gone on this lovely romantic walk and was now like, what the fuck do I do? What the fuck do I do? So we just got up and I said, um, I think you should go home now. I literally just walked off and walked home like on the on the back on the road because I was like I'm not walking along the beach um, and then I got home and I was like wow that's that's kind of put me off dating for a while little did I know my next date probably wouldn't be for a good eight or nine years <laughs> that's it really put you off it really really put me off it was just the explanation a source of clean sorry pardon like Oh dear, bad, 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 bad. That just reminds me of one that um, I actually had completely forgot about because it doesn't really classify as one. That years ago, back when I was like, 
Oh God, I was. I remember I used to see this guy from my hometown from probably, like I say C, we would be scoring for maybe three weeks in a row and then we'd stop talking for four months and then we'd score again for four months. Da, 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 da. This is just the way it went. Yeah. The hamster wheel basically of going round and round, getting off, getting back on again. Um, and it was between I was about 15 till I was about 19 or something. But I remember this one night he had asked me in the nightclub the night before, he was like, I really want us to do like something proper, date, whatever and all this so I said oh, right I suppose after three years of score we probably should do something official then and he said right tomorrow meet me at three o'clock I'll walk down and meet you you walk and meet me blah 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 and we'll go for food and a drink or whatever so it's nothing too formal so that was fine so I got up and like you I was living at home at the time and my mom's like where are you going I'm like oh just going to meet the girls of the town you know and she's like alright and um, you're wearing makeup and all and I'm like yeah 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 you know I'm really hungover so my skin's and shit so blah so ran out of the house Start, and so it takes me probably it takes me about 15 minutes to walk to his house so he's kind of chilling so that I'd meet him along the way got to the bottom of my state no sign got to like five, another five minutes no sign I'm like right so I'm going to walk the long way here just like cross over the road blah 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 I don't want to turn up at his house walk the whole way and no sign of him and I was like are you joking me so this wasn't even like it was a blind date or anything like that so I was mortified so then I met um, one of his friends and his friend came up to me and was like, hey, where are you going? Where are you up to? I was like, um, right, uh, trying to come up with something. And then I, like, I got on really well with this guy and I kind of said, listen, this is what was meant to happen. And no sign. He was like, oh man, shit. Oh, that's fucking embarrassing. And I just fucking asked you. So he got embarrassed. So I got embarrassed. I was like, oh God. He was like, let me go in and ring him. And I was like, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. He's like, no, no, actually you come in and we'll go on the piss today. I was like, no, 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 it's actually grand because I was going to meet the girls anyway. And I forgot that. So yeah, bye. Ran. I was absolutely scarlet. Ran up to one of my friend's house. I was like, so that didn't go like planned last night. And then I didn't, I ignored him for like three weeks or something. And then when I saw him again, he was like, like, oh, I was really hungover. Yeah, do you want to do it tomorrow? It's like no. <laughs> if it didn't work the first time, hon. No, no. Trying to plan dates for days after when you're hungover, I just don't think it's a good idea. Yeah, but then again, sometimes they're a great idea because you don't care about what you look like and stuff like that. So you're kind of like it's easier. Actually, my first day with, with my ex, I was dying. I had been on Christmas party night before. Actually, Nick, I think you were staying in our house. Oh, probably. And I woke up and I had to go to work. Oh, yeah. And you were like, oh, my God. And I was like, oh, my God, I have a first night. But actually, I think the hangover kind of made me less worried about the date. They were so focused on my horrible hangover all day. Yeah. Like, the date seems easy peasy. <laughs> Compar- you're just like focusing and not vomiting and just being like okay if I don't vomit like then I'll go on this it's mad like I just think of all these this is just bringing back all these hilariously bad memories like but I remember also when I went when I was in college or maybe when I was like started work so like you know mid 20 early 20s or whatever I met this guy in Quinns do you remember Quinns was the place to go in Dublin for a while Oh, yeah. yeah, this spot. I used to go there every Wednesday and met this fella there and couldn't really remember what he looked like. Um, 
No, no, it wasn't Quinn's actually. It was Whelan's, my which is my haunt as it is. Still, all these years later, uh, me and my friend were, and we met these two lads, and we were like, oh, let's go to Coppers. Because, you know, it's a great idea. Whelan's that's finished at three, let's go to Coppers, you know, obviously. And we brought these lads with us, and we had great crack. And then your man gave me his, took my number, and I was like, before my cynicism kicked in years later of giving numbers and never hearing from people uh, this lad actually texted me and he was like oh we're texting away for ages and I was like to my friend I have no idea of his name no idea can't remember and so I was doing all the tricks I was like what's your name on Facebook and he replied and it was something in Irish so I sent it to my friend who speaks fluent Irish I first I tried Google Translate then I tried my friend and she was like his surname is Blah but I don't know what his first name is she was like I've never seen that name in Irish before I was like what and I couldn't even pronounce it because like there was H's there was J's there was G's there was you know like I had a breeze what this was so we went to um, Kyo's off uh, on South Ann Street and I spent three hours trying to guess his name and never to this day found out what it was spent the whole day oh God, so you never, never talked to him again no because it was just so awkward like I kept telling stories where I'd be like oh and the girl said Nicola why don't you do so that they like so my name would be brought up aka he would when he was telling the story he'd do the same nope never <laughs> and then at the end of the day she told me that he was writing a book and asked me would I do the foreword for it I was like I don't even know your name I was like no <laughs> I said, oh, sure, send me a copy. Never did I hear from him again. I was like, oh, dear God. It was hilariously bad. Send me an email from your email. Just so I know it's you and it doesn't go into my jungle. Oh, well, like, it wouldn't matter if he'd email me because if his name was Ingon that I couldn't pronounce. I was like, everyone I asked, no one had ever seen the name before. I was like, I'm fully sure he just made it up. Yes, and he was probably like, his friends were probably at the next table and they were like, let's see how long until this one gives up that she doesn't know his name. And I probably should have just asked him at the end, but three hours passed of me talking, pure scudder, trying to get him to talk, say his name. So I gave up. I gave up. <laughs> that is gas. Yeah. I'm having a look at some of the ones that were were sent on to us here on Instagram oh yeah because I got some on Insta and I got some on Twitter Um, I got a really messed up one will we start with that one (laughs) oh oh, please anything that would make me feel better about the guy who still had a girlfriend but went on a date with me well this one actually is more that the guy is messed up we won't we won't start with him then we'll give we'll give that poor person um, you read out one of the ones you got there then I got one of this, and this isn't from a friend of mine, but she was, she basically went on a date with our principal's son at the time, principal from our school. Okay. Um, and they went on a date, um, uh, and basically went for dinner. And he said, like, oh, my friends are out, like, could we meet them after? And she was like, okay, yeah, yeah, grant. So uh, they went for dinner, and he, like, ordered for her, like, her food and all, like, Stuff, which automatically she was kind of felt a bit weird about, you know, that kind of way. Mm. Someone ordering words. Um, so then they went to go meet his friends at the pub. So when they went, basically, uh, she got on with the friends really well. They were having great crack, and you think that would be a really good thing. Yeah. Um, but she said about an hour in, 
she turned around and he was pouting in a corner, sulking. And when she asked what was wrong, he's like, why are you talking to my friends? Because <laughs> um, they're here? <laughs> <laughs> you asked me to come to meet your friends. And then he basically asked if she wanted, you know, basically, if, if he wanted her to, him to leave. Yeah. Like, oh, so you want me to leave? <laughs> and it's not fair that you're making friends with my friends. <laughs> what? And then this said his mother would be very disappointed in her and her attitude. Right. This guy is sane. <laughs> bear, in, bear in mind his mother was the principal of our secondary school. So, needless to say, there wasn't a third date after that incident. Oh my god Well uh, A girl sent me one Saying she went on a date um, For this guy uh, uh, They talked for five hours And kissed on the date She said it was great And the next day She was obviously feeling Really good about it But he lived in her area They lived on the same street For about a year Like around that time And a year afterwards And he ignored her Every single day afterwards Didn't even acknowledge her Didn't say hello Didn't explain Nothing They met up again Three years later At a wedding A mutual friend's and he literally ghosted her completely. He never spoke to her again. They walked by each other in the street. The whole, like, he didn't even, she said he didn't even cross the road. He just, like, walked oh walked right by her. Like, as if he had, like, an identical twin who didn't know that this has happened. I have no, I was like, I have no. Oh my God, this is awful. I had no advice for her. I was literally like, I would have gotten really drunk and just yelled at him in the street. That would be my. Yeah, exactly. I would have had like two shots and then it would have been a case of Jidochua. <laughs> <laughs> I would have killed him. I know. I do. So she said that she just couldn't get, couldn't understand it. So maybe guys can, if there's a guy there who understands that, like, like if you don't like someone, fair enough, but like you could just give them a nod on the street or kind of be like, oh, it was lovely to meet you the other night. And then you don't have to go out in another one. Like you just acknowledge it and then move on. We're all adults, huns. Because it sounded like they had a really, really good crack and a really long date. Like five hours is a long time. I don't understand. I know. I like, literally, surely if you were having a shit down, you'd, you'd go after two, or two drinks or three drinks. You'd be like, okay, make up an excuse to get away. Yeah. Or you get your friend to call. Like, we've all had a date where you got someone that your friend called you uh, in the middle. Oh, no, my house is on fire. I have to leave. Exactly. <laughs> my house is on fire so many times. My excuse used to be um, my roommates lost, uh, forgot her key and I have to let her in because it sounds like a really genuine one. So like, yeah, because you're not like um, rushing out there. You're kind of going, oh, for feck's sake. My roommates have texted me. She can't get in the house. She forgot her key. Um, She might come in and meet us if that's okay. And then go like a few minutes later. Oh, look, I'm going to have to go home to her. She said that it, she's she forgot her wallet or whatever. Make up something. And the person's always like, oh, no worries. That's really shit. We'll, we'll do this again. And you're like, yeah, bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gone. So. Well, a guy sent us in one, um, sent me one and said he was on, went on two different dates, three weeks apart with two different girls. So date one, three weeks later, date two. Um, he walked into his office one day and they were both sitting there. And he was like, what the hell? And his boss, he said his boss was just like in stitches because his face was completely like given away. And um, turns out they were both sisters and they worked in the company. They obviously worked for a large company and they worked in the same company, the same one he worked in. 
What are the chances? Oh, like you'd be thinking you're great getting two dates in three weeks and then ha- that happening to you, you'd be like, oh my God, that's the worst thing ever. Oh, actually happened to um, my, uh, my old roommate, he, on the, I'm going to remember this, this story wrong if he hears this, he's going to kill me, I think, or something. But he, I think he kissed or took a girl on a date in, in where he worked. He works in a, uh, he works in a very, very big place, so it wouldn't be like he would come across each other. Mm. And then got an email from somebody else who worked in his office and he didn't really think of anything of it she sent him an invite for coffee and then he went for coffee and then he was like oh it's clear she thought it was a date oh okay he didn't didn't know that's what she was like implying and then about a week later he was in work and he saw the two of them sitting together having coffee and realised the two of them were mates oh oh god a real date with one of them on an accidental date. <laughs> oh God, that is so like this is why Dublin is too small. Like Dublin is tiny. I'd actually like well Ireland is small. Like you, like if you went on a date in Cork, it's probably happened the same thing. But like Ireland is way too small. There's too, there's too many options of that happening. Don't date where you work, guys. Don't date. Don't shit where you eat. Yeah, oh God. I remember years ago when I worked in Dunn stores, like years ago, I fancied this guy from from that worked like he came in as Christmas staff and I remember we fancied him for weeks beforehand and then we went to the Christmas party and ended up kissing and then I realised I actually didn't fancy him at all because he was tremendously boring and um, he just seemed he seemed exciting under the Dunn store's lighting you know and um, I remember then being like he kept asking me to go on dates but like he asked me on all these things I would literally hate he was like do you want to go ice skating I'm like no I have really bad knees I can't ice skate he was like do you want to go for a run I was like what no I don't and it's December why would I like this is December dude Um, and then I actually met bumped into him in Ryan's recently he looks the exact same and I was like hey and he's like oh my god I was like yeah how are you doing oh so awkward like it's just one of those things that you couldn't ignore him because Ryan's is tiny good old Ireland (laughs) too small man too small but you never bump into the ones you want to bump into. And I'm just going to say to you, the one to see and you want to bump into, you never bump into. You always bump into some ratchet fucking asshole, like from your past or some dickhead or whatever. Honestly, why find it for you? I did actually like this one. This is a very short and sweet one that was sent in uh, from someone we both know. Lisa. Okay. And they said, uh, it's not really, a, yeah, I suppose a dating story, but she went on stage with a girl. And when they were leaving, the girl went to try and make a move. <laughs> and she high-fived her instead. <laughs> <laughs> I know who that is. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> absolutely howls laughing at that's something you would do awkwardness being like high five high <laughs> five I like your wife <laughs> they'd be like what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> oh god there's nothing worse than when someone leans in and you're like no 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 I've never high five before but <laughs> I, I had a date with a guy before I met my ex-boyfriend and it was my first date in a really, really long time. And I didn't really find it um, well over text, so I thought it would be fun. So I walk in, walk into the pub, and all I hear is, Rousey, you slow! I was like, what the fuck? 
and there was a guy that's like like friends with his friends so we know each other mutually and he was like what are you doing here on a date i was like oh my god there's a guy that was supposed to be for drink was like literally behind him was like they're like just no, they were doing the arm across the neck. I was like, shh, that's not <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, well. I was dying. And then I went and met your man with the drinks, but like, he he was lovely, but he was really, really awkward. And the guy I knew kept looking over to me and was like, you know, t- how's it going? Oh. <laughs> Oh Jesus! Oh Jesus Christ! Then I left him to get the taxi. He was like, "Oh, it's so good meeting you." And I was like, "Yeah," and he totally leaned in, and I just dodged and gave him a side hug, and I was like, "Bye." <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Oh, oh. So I, he was lovely. There was just no. Yeah. There was no chemistry, you know that kind of way. Yeah, well, there's no nothing, and even if, especially if you've drinking you and it's you're still not even able to like throw the lips just as a sympathy. <laughs> it's the sympathy shift. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh my god. So what was the bad one you got? Oh well, I'm going to tell you another one first. We'll leave the bad one till one of my last ones. This one's pretty bad though. This girl went on a second date um, with a fella, and the, so obviously the first one went well. The second one, she brought him to a work event which was free drinks so she was like we'll stop off here have a couple of free drinks and then go on or whatever but turns out the free drink was all beer and she doesn't drink beer so she was stone cold sober for it he ended up lashing back all the free drink ended up hammered he they were sitting beside um couple of people who'd be semi-famous and he was like yelling up at the band play this song blah, 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 like mortifying her in front of all her work colleagues these semi-famous people that she kind of knew and she was like oh my god and then he was like come on you have to come when she she tried she got him out of the work event he was absolutely plastered and he was like come on come on come for another drink and she really was like no 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 and eventually she goes look the only way to shut him up is his friends were in another pub so she was like I'll go with him meet his friends and then I'll leave and uh, he went down and met his friends and he goes like hi guys this is my girlfriend she was like oh what and she said it was so awkward she was like first of all I really didn't have any interest in him in the first place second of all he'd ruined it with the second date and now he's introduced me as his girlfriend oh god there's a lot of stories of guys getting too drunk too drunks on dates and making an absolute like pace yourself guys yeah <laughs> I when I was in college I remember this guy actually I was out of college but I lived in like a college house in Drumcondra that like we probably a lot of us would have lived in these houses there was seven of us in the gaff and um, this guy I met this guy that we used to score up in Quinns the whole time and uh, he um, he was always locked when I met him so was I it was fine and then he insisted that we went on a date right insisted I was like fine so he wanted to go to the cinema and I was like that's a terrible idea for a first date but I didn't have much dating experience and I thought maybe I was just odd for thinking that was. He arrived down at my house. Um, he didn't come to the door because, you know, he texted me when he was halfway up the street and I went up and met him and he was pissed, pissed. He drank 10 cans before the date and this is at six o'clock in the evening. I was obviously stone cold sober and I was like are you joking me and he kept insisting we'd get a taxi into town I was like no the bus is here like we're literally at the bus stop we're going to Parnell Street to go to the cinema why would we get a taxi so we got the bus and he was 
absolutely bananas he kept talking and talking and I was like I'm going to punish this prick so I made him go to the cinema and he was obviously fluter drunk and he kept going no we'll go to the woolshed I was like no because like this lad had 10 pints of me there was no way I was catching up so I was like went to the cinema picked the most boring film I could find it was something called all these things I lost in the fire or something like that I think Halle Berry was in it it was awful it was just a terrible terrible film and I made he kept falling asleep and I kept waking him up and elbowing him and kneeing him just to put him through the torture of all of this and then he walked me back to my house afterwards and his hangover was starting to kick in so I brought him into the house and he probably thought well at least this is ending well and we went in and I text the boys before I went home because I live with three lads and I said can you be up in the sitting room so they were in the sitting room I sat on one side and they sat around me so the only space was like the opposite side of the room beside one of the guys and they were like quizzing them how did you get on you smell like drink now why do you smell like drink and I was like don't arrive 10 cans whatever but two 10 cans deep I was like you're insane insane what is wrong with that um, this girl was telling us that um, she kind of knew a guy from around like from her town they'd know but they end up you know swiping for each other on tinder so they decided to go for a drink in town and uh, she showed up to the bar for a drink and she was waiting for him and waiting for him and she's halfway through her drink and she's like oh my god he's not going to show up where is he mm. anyway eventually he comes in absolutely staggering all over the place obviously clearly half cut he proceeds to tell her then that he went for a few early ones with the lads she said he was slurring he was just his words he couldn't speak and as soon as he finishes telling her that he had a few early ones with the lads he projectile vomits <gasps> oh. all over her on the table and her drink oh god that's the stuff you'd see in a movie that is horrific horrific she basically <laughs> She was so mortified, she ran out of the bar, went straight home, and blocked him on absolutely everything. And she said months later, she met him in a local nightclub, and he tried to apologise, because she was still obviously horrified. Um, but she did say it's been four years since, and they both, <laughs> she's managed to move past it. And she said whenever she sees him, they do have, they do have a good laugh about it. But she was like, it's just still this day, the worst state. Imagine being vomited on. You'd have to burn your clothes. Oh, God. And imagine having to try and get a taxi and you being sober and trying to explain to the taxi driver that you didn't vomit on yourself, that somebody else did. And get a taxi driver who's going to allow you get in their car <laughs> covered in it. <gasps> or if you had no money and you had to get the Lewis home. Oh, God. Oh, God. Stop. Um, no. There's a couple of things. That, and this should apply to girls as well. Please eat something before your date if you're not going for food, even if it's something small. And don't drink a bottle of wine or ten cans. Ten cans. Before you go on set date. I like I honestly think like I totally I would probably have like a drink or two before I went on a date to like, you know, calm your nerves and stuff like that. But like two drinks is fine. Two drinks. Don't do more than that. If you're about, if you're thinking of it like going out, and let's say you're listening to this, it's post lockdown, and you're going on a date, you're thinking, oh look, I couldn't be bothered. I'm not that hungry, or you're like, maybe I'll have more. Do you want to be projectile vomit guy? No, you don't. No one wants to be projectile vomit guy because that story will live on in all of her friends. Exactly, exactly. That will be the like. If he ever meets someone, or somebody is going to tell that story. You know what I mean? At the wedding. Do you remember the time you projectile vomited all over that poor Yeah, girl? that's in the speech. 
Um, well, this is a horror story. So um, this girl matched with a guy on Tinder. She said he was older, rugged, really her type. He seemed to, like he looked like he had his shit together. Um, got texting, got on really well. He was very, she said he was very forward with like pet names for her instantly. And she do, did remember that was kind of a bit odd. But she said, we took it to WhatsApp and she goes, her new golden rule of dating is do not give out your number or last name prior to an official date. So she said he lived, he lived down the country about two and a half hours away from her. They both worked in Dublin or whatever, but that she was at home um, and he was two and a half hours away. Some Sunday he texted her, do you want to go for a coffee? And he was like, I'll drive up to you. And she was like, this is a bit too eager. So she said, listen, I'd like to get to know you a bit better before we meet up. And he was kind of got annoyed. So the next day he, she was in work, didn't look at her phone. Eventually she noticed she had loads of messages and he had sent her, wait for this now, pictures of his car, his registration, his workplace, his driving license and an essay to say, so you don't know me, you say, here's what I'm about. And he went on saying, here's my job. Here's all my information. Basically everything about his feckin' PPS number sent to her. And he was like, she was she was so freaked out she was like you shouldn't be sending all your personal details to somebody you don't know like on the internet and apparently he went absolutely ballistic he was like what's wrong what the fuck's wrong with you um first of all you won't meet me and now you're telling me you when i tell you stuff about myself you say i'm weird uh so she ended up blocking him completely whatsapp on the app whatever um, then he texted her actual phone so instead of just because he had her number and they'd be messaging whatsapp she blocked him on that so he started texting her calling her a bitch uh, high and mighty she's um, saying thinking she's so great she's so ugly all this sort of stuff he was like oh my god yeah and so she goes and then you know that's the last she hears from him until three years ago when She'd just been talking about him to a friend recently and she got a friend request on Facebook and it was him. She was like, I have no idea how he knew my name, my surname. Um, like, what the hell? Who? How can he even remember after three years who she was? She was like, I would have understood if we dated or even had met each other. And then he sent her a message being like, hey. Oh, oh my God. I was like, that guy is a serial killer. 100%. We're going to see him in court one day for murdering a poor woman who told him no. It's like, why did he think was going to happen? First of all, I would be extremely freaked out if somebody wanted to meet me for the first time driving three hours away. I'd be like, mm, no, that's too much. But sending all your personal information to prove you're a real person. Like, no, like conversations flow and that's the way it happens. Like, you don't just be like, listen, like a girl I know wants to go on a date before. Oh my God. If she's listening to this, she will know it's her. <laughs> I was going to work one day and the girls were actually being all out the night before and there was like 12 of us in a bedroom or whatever and yeah. she was going to meet this guy she met on Tinder I think and she's happily in a relationship now so it's okay but she was going to go up the Dublin mountains with him with the guy she never met before now innocent as you like it could be but I don't give a crap you don't go up the bloody Dublin mountains where all the bodies are buried with a stranger in a car no 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 too many too many cases have gone on. Uh, I, I've been honest. I, I, and also, like, that really freaks me out when a guy is or, like, you don't, is there, their immediate reaction is to go to 100. Yeah. You know what I mean? And go flipping mental. I mean, it, that, that's a really bad freaking sign. Like, that's, that's, that's scary, man. That's very scary. 
I think it's just a case of your your obviously your ego is so put out that you think that you can just you go on the defense or whatever like that but like we've all been rejected but I have never like lashed out like that to somebody who's rejected me like in that sense just to say as well please don't do that to girls because that's really freaking frightening and maybe as a lad you just let off steam and you forget about a fight but that girl will be frightened by that whole experience for a severely long time so please don't do that yeah and obviously girls don't do that to guys either you know don't like because there are girls out there that turn into stalkers like there is no point in even denying that like there are girls out there that are obsessive and a friend of mine a male friend of mine he went on a couple of dates with this girl and he was like you know interested but wasn't sure if he was interested enough you know that kind of way and he said he kind of took a little bit of a back seat in the text and um but still was in contact with her and still were kind of like arranging to meet up but like not intense meeting up not like twice a week or anything like that kind of more like I'm going to be out next Saturday if you're around kind of thing and she kept turning up to places he had mentioned like so let's say he said I love I don't know uh, Pip Rose on George Street I usually go there with the lads on a Friday she would go there on the Friday and she'd be uber glam like so dressed up and the first couple of times he kind of was like this is like that's mad the way you're here or whatever then he was out in like let's say Ranala one night and he knew she lived in the north side and he was like this is bizarre and then again like it just kept happening and like his friends would tag him in Instagram and then she would be there a little while later and it was just kind of like a kick. I was like, okay, you need to block that girl because she's she's insane. <laughs> that's, just, that, that's a whole bag of crazy. And yeah. you don't need. And it does no wonders for us, the rest of us, semi-sane girls, not fully, fully sane, but semi-sane. Uh, the ones who are like, we promise we won't stalk you. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll stalk you, but just privately. Online stalk, not, you know, in-person stalk. I don't have time for that. Well, actually, I'll give you one that's uh, like, well, I end up good. But, like, it sounds a bit crazy, but my friend went on a date with a guy, first date, years ago, and my friend does this thing she calls the kickback uh, theory. So, basically, she had in her head, say, what it would be when she had her last child, okay? Mm-hmm. And what she does is she counts back from that age to what date she needs to be, okay? So, say you want to have your last kid when you're 40. Uh, that means you probably need to be pregnant at you know, 38, 39. So, you, maybe you're trying, so, you know, say 37, 38. So, you want to have like three years being things. So, you have to have the other one by the time you're 34, 33. You need to start having that by 32. Say you want to be married for about three or four years before you even having, start having children. So you need to be like 29 or something by the time, you know what I mean, before you get married. How long do you want to be engaged for? So maybe two years, so 27. So she, this is her whole thing. So she explained all of this to a guy on their very first date, very first date, and they're married and have three kids. Jesus, and he didn't run out the door. I know, I'd be fucking legging <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's insane also if that if I did that I've missed all of my markers pretty much oh yeah all of mine are gone phew yeah like, at this stage it's just meet somebody uh, well I remember being in school and being like I'm gonna get married when I'm 25 and have my first kid when I'm 27 
and oh, sorry, I'm gonna get married and buy my house when I'm 25. Like, what delusional land was I living in? I was like, oh, by the time I'm 30, everything's gonna be, you know what I mean? Career, you know, house, car, husband, kids. I'm like, yeah, renting somewhere, old car. No relationship. <laughs> 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 but there you go. Just goes to prove she laid everything out on the table from the first date, and it worked. So that's a good, like, positive, nice story. <laughs> that just reminds me of the guy that I was with in Australia when. Um, when you say laying out on the table he was like we went for drinks one night and he was like right I'm laying out on the table and then he was like this is how I feel blah blah and then he goes okay so that's it and he got up and walked out and went to the toilet and went for a smoke and just left me sitting there after he emotionally unloaded on me and I was like um what I didn't know if he'd left like he'd put his feelings out there and then just left I was like what that was gone about 15 minutes I was, oh I tell you, any happy feeling I'd had after that was well gone by that stage. I, I remember just being like, what the heck? But see, lads, this is the perfect time to tell someone you fancy someone in lockdown because if they say no, you're probably not going to see them for at least six months anyway. The grand, yeah, save yourself the embarrassment. I'd say girls do it first, but I don't know if they're really false enough to tell some of them, uh, someone I fancy them in lockdown or not. Yeah, God, I, I think I've only ever told somebody I fancy them maybe like twice or something. And I was probably pissed. Yeah, I was going to say that. I think the only time I've ever told someone like I fancy them, I've been out of my way being punk. So, oh, I, um, yeah, I would be feeling too brave, too, too brave to do that. Sure, look, if you, you aren't brave enough, guys, you, you tell us what you get on. <laughs> yeah. And if it's bad, we won't do it. But if it's good, we'll try it. <laughs> Yes, we will tell us. But they, they, the good. The, I did enjoy those uh, dating stories because it kind of makes you feel better about yourself. But like, keep them coming in. Send us more because we'll definitely uh, share them throughout the the next few weeks. And we definitely we're going to have a couple of people coming on and chatting to us now that with the technology of Zoom that we can talk to people. We, we have not been paid to advertise Zoom. Oh yeah, sorry. And um, with something that we're gonna have to give it a fake name, you know, when you're like you're not allowed to mention Coke or something like that, so they have like something else, like looks exactly the same, but it's not that. We are now Loom, 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 my favorite viewing app. <laughs> um, yeah. So send. We'll if anyone's up for sharing their story, actually, with their putting their voice and their first name. We are on Instagram and on Twitter. Taylor's going to date. Um, and we really. A friend of mine told me about a date. She just sent me one message and she was like, Oh, I have a great dating story where the guy left me for a gay guy. And that's not even the full story. And I was like, I need, I need all that story. She was like, I'll send you a voice note. I'm still waiting. You know who you are. I need the story. Well, <laughs> I need that story. Yeah. I need it. There's a great there's a story that a guy told me years ago about um how he went on a date with someone he met online and it was a girl he was meet, going to meet and when he showed up it was a guy. And I was like, I assume you left and he goes, No, I was really poor, so I stayed and let him buy me drinks and I went, Are you gay? And he was like, No and I go, Well why would you stay then? I was like, Were you bi? And he's like, No and I was like Okay, and he goes, then I felt bad at the end of the date from um, drinking all the, his money. So I gave him a little kiss and I went, are you sure you're not gay? And he's like, no, I'm not. Five years later, he's gay. He's gay. He's gay, yeah. He's definitely gay. I was like, dude, the minute you told me that story, I knew. And it's, 
you know you didn't have to add in the fake girl you obviously were swiping with a boy I didn't care it's all good oh god I would definitely I would definitely uh, we need some LGBT dating stories for sure um, yes because I my, my gay friend is telling me that everybody that he has met over the last year and a half and he's met some super hunks oh they're beautiful he lets me look at their pictures because like I have no chance and he's met them all on Instagram and I'm like is that a thing is that a young is like he's not that much younger than me so I'm kind of like is it a is it a thing that in your 20s or whatever that people do or is it more of the like LGBT community are they more like active on that or maybe open to meeting people that way I don't know I would feel very weird if someone just kind of messed me on Instagram I don't know I feel weird about it I don't know it's strange what if it was Liam Payne I totally allow that if it was Liam Payne Grant or Ryan Reynolds well Ryan's married so I'm going with a little bit you know um, I probably should think even smaller who do I think is good looking in Ireland that has an Instagram <laughs> um Niall Horan <laughs> <laughs> Niall well <sighs> Harry Styles <laughs> he's not in Ireland <laughs> Look, if any of the One Direction lads want to drop me a DM, I'm going to be up for it. Look, uh, I might as well try throw my ring into that hat there as well, Nicola, while you're at it, you know. Yeah, look. The Woody lads want to mess with me, like, no, no, you're more than I tell you what, lads, go on to date, it's going to date, and you can have both of us there, and you can decide which one you like. Well, we better wrap it up, but um, episode six in lockdown. I think the seven and eight will probably also be in lockdown. Maybe we can get Leo Vradker come on and tell us how to date at home in lockdown. <laughs> or Tony Houlihan. Yeah, yeah. yeah, maybe Simon Harris has a few tips. He's got a wife and uh, kids, so he must have done something fucking right. Yeah, listen, we'll get one of the government lads. I'm sure there's a t- uh, like a minister for love or something there. <laughs> for love. Um, as always follow us on Twitter and on Instagram on Dater's Gonna Day and send us your stories and if you are willing to come on with us we'll do a little Zoom call you don't have to show your face if we don't know you because I'm not looking at Roisin's face on Zoom right now thanks for the god mine's in a humbun too I'm also in smelly gym clothes yeah because I'm going to go for a walk now at quarter past five in the evening because that's a class yeah I am um, yes, great talking to you, Ro, in isolation. Yeah, no, you too, Eventually, guys, eventually we'll be back out and we'll be encouraging dating uh, one, one more, once more when life returns to some sort of normality. Until then, fall in love. <laughs> bye, guys. Bye, 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 bye.